is never leaving Africa. I think this far we've established that they're never leaving Africa, at least not voluntarily. It will take a lot of effort, a lot of persuasion, and maybe even in some instances, political coups to ensure that African countries can just detach themselves from the clothes that France has sunk deep into some of these African countries that are dubbed Francophone countries. And Dr. Ch Arikana Chigombori doesn't mince her words. Like, when she tells you some of the things that France continues to do in Francophone countries, you'll be shocked. They also said your language of instruction shall be French, whether you like it or not. France will have military presence in your country, that your military can only be trained by France, that you can only buy military equipment from France, that you cannot have any military alliance with your neighbor, and that in the event of war, your allegiance is only to France. France said, you see, you monkeys, you don't know how to manage your money. We're going to demand that you deposit 85% of your bank reserves with the French Minister of Finance. Under, rather, under the French Central Bank, under the control of the French Minister of Finance. France is then going to take your 85% bank deposits from each and every one of you. Deposit those funds in the French stock market under the French name. And you may or may not know the return. Some people who have the audacity to tell us that we are poor countries, they are taking trillions out of Africa every year. Hello there, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of our conversations. My name is Indira Ganga. I love coming on here, having conversations with you guys about black people, Africa, our empowerment, and how we can rise up and take our rightful place at the global stage. Now, there was a coup, a military coup in Niger, and the president was ousted by the presidential guard who've taken over leadership and are now ruling the country. Um, as I do this video, it's still a relatively new and developing story and there aren't a lot of details. But if anything is to go by, the presidential guard says it's fed up of saying the government not working for the people and immediately they took power they you know they they did away with the french language um as the national language they burnt the french flag and they don't want french military and french bases in their country and this just speaks volume it's like some of these countries are beginning to realize and this is not to excuse any military coup but some of these countries are beginning to realize that france sort of has a chokehold on them and it's going to take a little bit more than just conversation to get France to leave some of these countries and it's quite coincidental because when I was listening to Dr. Arikana Chihombori she says when some of these African countries had fought and finally gained independence France in its wisdom decided that we're going to give you independence but actually not independence we are going to allow you the illusion to think that you're independent but in essence, you're actually not independent. One other thing that France did between 1958 and 1961, in the name of giving us our independence as African countries, France forced the Francophone, and I hate that terminology, there is no such thing as Francophone, Anglophone, they made it up. But for the purposes of communication, I will use that. 
14 of those countries. They said, in order for you to get your independence from us, you must sign this document. You thought they could have found a better name for the document. The document was called the Pact for the Continuation. I repeat, the Pact for the Continuation of Colonization. We are talking about giving you independence, but sign this pact for the continuation of colonization in a different format. And I'm going to highlight some of those issues that they said you must agree to if you are going to be independent. Hello. One of the most shocking things that she talks about is the fact that most of the Francophone countries that still have agreements with France have to ship 85% of their revenue to France to be held, not to be kept, to be held by the Central Bank of France. Now, France uses this money to invest in their own country and they make a whole lot of money. And if some of these Francophone countries want to access their money that they give to France, voluntarily then they access it as a loan and they pay interest rates please tell me if this is not modern day colonialism and just modern day economic abuse it's almost like africans and the african natural resources are working and instead of these people just coming and looting them directly they're looting from you indirectly because all the money that you make in your country you ship to their country and they use that money to invest in their country the returns are being used to grow that country and when you want access to your money they give it back to you as a loan please tell me if in any world this makes sense tell me if it was happening in any other country all the global superpowers would have ever allowed for that to happen. But it happens to these countries because they're Africans and nobody cares to speak out and stand up for some of these African countries. First, France said, you see, you monkeys, you don't know how to manage your money. We're going to demand that you deposit 85% of your bank reserves with the French Minister of Finance rather under the French Central Bank, under the control of the French Minister of Finance. France is then going to take your 85% bank deposits from each and every one of you. Deposit those funds in the French stock market under the French name. And you may or may not know the returns. Today, as we speak, the latest figures are saying for every 14 billion that France invests in the stock market from Africa, they are, they are realizing upwards of 300 billion in return. Every year, year in, year out, because of these deposits from the African countries, France is taking out of Africa over $500 billion. Now figure it out. For every 14 billion, the returns on the investment are over 300 billion, and they are taking over 500 billion. So in actuality, France is taking out of Africa trillions of dollars year in and year out from us poor people, Africans. Back to the pact. So should you want to access some of your money that you have deposited with France, you have to submit your country's financial returns. 
and if approved, you get to get it as a loan. You can only access up to 20% of your money year in, year out, as a loan at commercial interest rates. Your own money. As if that is not enough, all the mineral resources that are owned and are found in some of these francophone countries indirectly belong to France because French companies have rights to do whatever it is with those minerals and whatever residue is left that French countries are not interested in, then that is what is left for these Africans. Don't even get me started about the currency. It's France that prints currencies for some of these Francophone countries. So should France ever one day wake up and say we don't have printing ink, then these countries will be cashed up. They won't have money going into their country because it's not even being printed in those countries you know and it, it just begs a lot of questions it's like somebody holds the keys to your economic freedom and nothing nothing at all will happen will happen because nobody is holding france accountable for some of the things that it's doing that all your minerals discovered, yet to be discovered, all your oil discovered, yet to be discovered, France and French companies have the first right of refusal. If there's anything left over that the French companies do not want, your people might have. To this day. They said you will only use the currency that we created for you because you're special Africans. We call it the Sefa. There was the Central African Sefa and the Western African Sefa, same animal. And that France is the only one that can print it for you. 1958, fast forward, they're still printing it for us. And if you start misbehaving, they just stop printing your money and your country's in trouble. <laughs> All across West Africa, when we've seen coups in some of the Francophone countries, the first thing that the military always says is they want France out. They want France out of their countries. And it's because in the agreements during the colonial time, France made a pact with these countries, the devil is in the details, that they'll have a military presence in your country, only the French country in the military, you'll buy military equipment from France, and should France ever feel that their interest in that country, a country a, an independent sovereign country, are threatened, then France have the right to invade you. And already they have bases in your country. And it's happening where militaries across West Africa are revolting and saying the French have to leave. And also these people use French as their language of communication. They also said your language of instruction shall be French, whether you like it or not. That France will have military presence in your country. That your military can only be trained by France. That you can only buy military equipment from France. That you cannot have any military alliance with your neighbor. And that in the event of war, your allegiance is only to France. And furthermore, because they have military presence in your country, they can invade you without notice should they feel that the interests of France in your country are being violated. Fast forward, 2019, nothing has changed. 
the same people who have the audacity to tell us that we are poor countries. <laughs> they are taking trillions out of Africa every year. There's something that is also very touchy that Dr. Arikana touches on and is assassination. It's not a secret that some of these Western countries, when they're not a big fan of an African leader, particularly how they're leading or if they stand up against them, then they will do whatever it is humanly possible to oust them out of power. And Dr. Arikana says most of the assassinations that have happened in some of the Francophone countries are very... We should think twice about them before just thinking that it was, oh, it was just a military coup. There's somebody who's behind these things. And then one might say, why is it that African leaders haven't done anything about this deplorable situation? Well, let me tell you, my brother and sister, they have tried. Documented to this day, 22 coups where leaders were assassinated. France had something to do with it. The first seven, when they decided they were pulling out of the CFA and that they're gonna print their own money, they were assassinated. Every time an African leader has tried to do what's best for their country, they were assassinated. Majority of them aided by France. It's a known fact. And then others, they were just mercenaries who felt that when there was a, a natural resource discovered in one country, they wanted to create a coup. So while the country is thrown into a civil war, they're siphoning the natural resource. We know of one particular story that had we not known about it, it would have been, oh, there we go again, the Africans. In uh, about 25 years ago, a group of young, rich, white kids. Were Thank you very much for watching. Let me know what you think, and I'll see you again in the next.